Hey everybody, welcome back to F Family Values, the Imperfectly Perfect podcast. I am here today with my beautiful wife. I'm Paige. Babe, did I tell you you was beautiful today? No, that's the first time you said it. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> we got our special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tanisha. This the fam. Big ups to the fam for joining us today. Her country ass. <laughs> <laughs> so today I was thinking that um, we can get into a topic that came to me today while I was out. Um, I have a close, we have a close friend that we both know and he's a cool guy. I say he's pretty cool, but today he was very, very sad. Like the expressions on his face, I could not just get this man to cheer up at all he was pretty down um just certain situations in his life had him down and his girl him arguing just things on top of each other we all get there i've been there before you've been there before Mm -hmm. um so today i wanted to talk about does money have to define the relationship i mean does it have to define the relationship so more so in his case, his uh, his girl was tripping on him hard. He's a great dude. He provides for his family for the most part. But lately, money hasn't been there for them. So you know how money plays a key role in a relationship. Just because it could just, just negative thoughts can seep in, in my opinion, of how we going to survive this month. How we going, especially if you like the type of person living paycheck to paycheck. Or if you just, in general, can't afford anything or food, for that matter. Mm -hmm. He has a family. So I'm just pretty sure they have just negative thoughts all around right now. They don't know what to do. And I was just trying to cheer him up today because I just can't stand to see somebody like that. Especially about money. Money is... is, you, You guys are in love. If you in love, I don't think money should define your relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where I got the topic from. I talked to him. I didn't want to just, you know, put my boys stuff out there or nothing like that. I'm like, you know, can I use this? You know, this would be perfect to talk about I feel like for our podcast because we've both been there before in my opinion. Right. I know I've been broke before i know when you first met me i didn't have a, the, a great job i didn't i was my but ass you were was, 19 years old i know but i'm I'm just saying though I'm, you didn't look at me as if the money if money mattered so much mm-hmm. would, would you say money mattered i'm not gonna say money matters um i know that in our society that financial problems and money is one of the biggest reasons for divorce just yeah. because it puts so much strain on a relationship when there isn't enough income i'm not gonna say it defines the relationship but um it definitely can cause problems in the relationship yeah i, I definitely agree it's a a lot of key points i feel like it depends on how you look at your relationship i mean if your relationship isn't strong <laughs> And you don't build a foundation, then 
of course money's going to be able to break you up. I mean, you can look at it that in situations where sometimes a man feels like his wife or significant significant others makes too more too much more than him. So then it kind of it messes with his ego, then they argue about that or we can argue about, you know, they argue about not having enough money, poverty. You know, there's so much stuff that comes in with poverty, where you live, taking care of kids. It's just so much stuff that you deal with. So it's not that it's going to define the relationship. So it just basically determines how strong your relationship is well, to withstand the problems when it comes. Well, they only to been money. together uh, for about a year. Um, and they have had their problems. But this is the first time where I just seen, like, I don't even know if it's like a a recovery from it just because she was just so down on them about the situation about the money and just coming down on them like in my opinion is she used to a a certain lifestyle maybe i don't i i really don't know i know i know him like that i really don't know her but i know that he's a good guy he take care of he takes care of his family comes to work does what he's supposed to do and uh, for the most part, I mean, he's a stand-up guy. All I, all I can hear is take doing this for my daughter. I'm doing this for my, my son, and I'm doing this for my girl. We're going to do this and that. But I mean, I can so probably be seeing one thing from the situation. But from what I know, that's. I mean, obviously, he has built some type of standards in that relationship within a year that she got comfortable with. And I mean, if you if you're if you're giving her gifts, if you're you're making her love her, love you based off material things then when it comes down to not having those material things I, it dis, the and, whole relationship and, disappears and that's what i was thinking about i know with us we have shit we, we ain't had nothing we started from the bottom <laughs> literally started from the bottom <laughs> we done went to having nothing mm-hmm. to really having nothing we started out at your apartment. <laughs> to your mama's house. To mom's house. To our first apartment. Back to your mama's back house. Back to mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> to to our what? So we definitely two have, homes. Struggles have been there. I know the struggle. We done I seen, hit rock bottom. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I seen the struggle on his face, and it just it just made me so sad to know that this problem is in their life, and they can't. I don't know. The way he explained, I don't know if they can get past it. But that's either going to break him or make him stronger. You don't want to be with somebody that is so materialistic that you can't get past certain things like that. Even though we don't hit rock bottom, we still right here. True. Money has never... I mean, we didn't argued over money. We didn't fought over money. You know, but it's never been a deal breaker for us. That's never been... an an issue issue per se that we were ready to walk out on our marriage and I explained to him that what you guys have to do is because I've been in this situation what you guys have to do is she has to understand that right now everything can't be up to your guys' standards or anything like that maybe you got to take a step back and reflect on what can we pay first or what can we do first to where we can save some money? And even if she has to, she's going to have to try to contribute more. It's a team effort. If you want the relationship mm-hmm. to work, it's and a that's, team effort. And that's what I think it is. I don't think it was more of a team effort. They've only been together for a year and 
there was I don't, I'm not trying to explain this whole situation, but she's living on her own and she's used to being on her own. He's just now moving in with her to help with the bills and things like that, but it's not enough. I guess it's not enough to what she needs. That just sounds like she's a little bit too much. What does she need if she was already on her own? Thank you. I I, I don't I don't know. But what extra did she thought she was gonna get out of him? I have no idea. Like a man that's gonna come in and pay for all her bills. I don't. That's maybe what maybe that's like. what she wanted. Is what she needs to find another man because obviously it's something more. At the end of the day, okay. Because if you can't just love him, you just for what he. And he's not pay. he's not gonna respect her anymore after this. Because once you, okay, once a man's ego done got pushed to the to the bottom, and he feel like he's not a man, he can't support you, or he's not doing things that a man should do. You should never put him down more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the best. That's the time right there where you encourage him the most. Okay, babe, I know you having trouble at work right now, but it's gonna get better. Or if you get laid off, like I know, you know, you don't worked all this time, you know, I understand time is hard. You can't find a job right now, but you going to find something like it's an encouragement that keeps it going. You can't, you can't kick a dog when it's down. Hey, hey I mean, we ain't dogs out here. That's, all of the same dogs. That's, well, that's maybe she not like, she she I know what you what mean. To, I know what you mean. To her, by herself, she's like, what's that? You bring to the table. That I already got. She, she's too much of an independent woman. Yeah, which is not bad, but it's not also good. To I mean, to or, be honest, or what, she feels like she's better. Not to get off subject, but what attracted me to you is that when I first met you, you were independent. You had your own place. You were working, car, all that. I was working. I didn't have a vehicle. Jonathan wanted to take care of me. Jonathan wanted to come in and be daddy. Hey man, I had aspirations. <laughs> That's what he would. Let me let me sweep you away and take you to the kingdom of uh, of love. That's what he wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) But but you but look when we first got together, I know I couldn't give you everything that you needed, and you didn't see that money was the money wasn't the problem or anything like that. You didn't make money. You didn't make money an issue. Basically, is what I'm saying. It wasn't important at all. If you base the relationship solely off money in the beginning, that's just how it's. And I feel like you gotta, and and just like you said, just to touch on what you said, I feel like you gotta support them in the good and the bad. Like you gotta be there for them. I mean, because there was, you know, we done switched roles multiple times. You was either the breadwinner and I stayed at home, or I was the breadwinner and you stayed at home. I mean, now we both work, but it was just like, but it's. It's finding whatever works for you. A relationship is about mutual understanding, mutual gratification. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, if we can't do it with just, I would never want you to take all the burden on yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I could take some of that burden and help, then I would do that. Like, that's, I never agreed with that. The woman should stay home and take care of the kids, and the man should go out and provide. Because, first of all, I need to feel like I'm contributing and not just being a mother and a homemaker and and staying home cooking, make sure the house is clean. Like, because what if he can't, if I don't go to college, if I don't get a degree or if I don't have money to help support the home, what happens when he loses it? Like he gets laid off. 
then it's just like, now he's stressed out. I'm stressed out. The whole house is stressed out. Where if we would have been both contributing, it wouldn't have mattered because I still would have been here with my contribute. You know. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think? So, what do you think that the relationship? You think it do should be think- mutual? Like it should be? Yeah, I feel like it should be fifty fifty. No, Sometimes okay. Eighty twenty. Let's you know? just okay. What <laughs> if eighty twenty? What if uh, you you like a guy and you feel him and he doesn't have money right away? He's just starting out something. He's just he just got a job. He doesn't have money. What's on my baby daddy? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> when I met him, he had nothing. So you Literally. still gonna go? So you still gonna go out, give him a chance? Yeah, I think it was more so I think it just depends on where Honestly, you are nowadays, in your life. Nowadays, nowadays, women are looking at credit scores right it, off the it bat. It also depends where you are in your life. At at are eight, you comfortable with yourself? At eighteen really? years old, why would I expect a man to have no. a career? Have a perfect credit score have a house have a well, job let's just, i'm not... just saying at 18 years old if i don't have that either okay let's just say, do you understand what i'm what saying what if we're not speaking for 18 what if we're speaking for the 25 year old the 30 year old but you're not listening woman. i just said it just depends on where you are in your life if i'm 30 years old i have established my own career i have everything that i need no i'm not going to be looking for a man that doesn't have a job you know what i'm saying that's just that's just the the reality of it. You're going to go for somebody that's either on your level or somewhere near your level. But some people don't do that. I'm... No, and a lot of relationships fail like that because there's a lot of women that will, okay, well, find a man that at the same time that man will take advantage of that woman because she wants to be loved. She got everything she has in order, all her little ducks in a row but she wants a baby or she wants a man or it's just the, the other things that she don't have and she's willing to settle at sometimes. And then you got the women that don't settle that end up being alone for the rest of their life. I just feels like it I just feel like it has to be a 50-50 partnership. Well, absolutely. All the way through both of you guys got to be on board on everything, on everything. Just money, relationship, child everything 50 50 all the way through and i think you guys will be great if everybody has this if y'all both have the same goal i say everything is good yeah that's why goals should be established in the beginning of the relationship yes make it very clear what you want and what you don't want uh, i'm so sick of people talking about we talking or this or that yeah that's why i feel like me and eric when we did that and that's why we like moving it seemed like we're moving so fast but but you guys knew when you went into the relationship you knew what you wanted yeah what did you want in your relationship i was ready to be married (laughs) have a family that's what i was i was i mean i know at 18 years old you don't really think about stuff like that but it's just like I'm, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I wasn't looking oh, I know for, he for wasn't the marriage, looking. and I, I was looking for a relationship. Definitely was looking for a relationship, <laughs> but I wasn't looking to be married or have children right away. Don't get me wrong; it's great. It's I'm I'm happy 
Um, you're great. My beautiful <laughs> wife. <laughs> but I, right away, I wasn't looking for that. So you feel like you made a mistake? No, definitely not. I feel like we grown into something. Mm-hmm. And it, for both of us, it was great. I know I fell in love, I'd say, pretty early. You talk about your relationship going fast. Me and Jonathan met in June. He proposed to me in August. We got married in January. <laughs> After we, we, but we was dated basically a whole year. That's not a year. That's like six months. Look at his face. <laughs> it went by pretty quick. Well, yeah, because, but what's so funny is that, I mean, I wasn't, I hadn't been in a relationship in two years. I wasn't trying to be in a relationship, and he just kind of came along. My friend introduced me to him. That we was friends as children, but I mean, we kind of grew apart, and we kind. It was just weird that she introduced me to him, and it was just like, well, y'all was friends as children. You know, my best one of my one of my really good friends knew him was one of his best friends' girlfriend. We just had a we had a mutual friend that introduced us together. That said, I remember her telling me, "I got a girl that's perfect for you. That's, that's perfect. For you should meet him. her. You should go meet her." I think I spent them like three times. He was supposed to come see me, but I wasn't ready. I didn't know if what I was looking for, what you know, what I was able to give to somebody at that time because I was working. I had Khalil. I had my own apartment. You know, I wasn't trying to mess none of that up. <laughs> I was trying to get my own life in order before I brought somebody else in. And he kind of just came in. And... Mm. Y'all make me sad. Why? This <laughs> is my boyfriend. <laughs> just to get back on, get back on point from the beginning. Do you feel like money is power right off the rip in a relationship. If I first meet you and I come in a relationship and I'm providing all of the all things for you, just Do you feel like you, you, you hold the power? Work, do you feel like that that person holds the power in that relationship? It depends on the type of female you're after. The type of you only go and pursue one type of female like that and you setting yourself up for failure if you go into a relationship shower her with gifts and giving her money and paying her rent and paying this and that. I'm sure she's not complaining. No, she's not going to complain and she's also going to fall in love with that and not you. Well, yeah, so she's going to be more... So when all money, that disappears... With the money, yeah, that makes perfect sense. There's nothing like there. It depends on the female. A real woman's not going to let you do that. So the other woman. But a man ain't gonna sit here and let watch you, uh, watch you struggle. No, but she not gonna be like. So she ain't gonna be like, come on, she not here. Dude, you know, she not. She gonna be really reluctant to take. Plenty it, of, you know, there's plenty of guys in strip clubs. Looking um, for that that girl to take care of, to yeah, shower with gifts. Do you hear and what everything. he just said? In strip clubs, they're looking for somebody in really a strip got club. Men out here that just want to provide for their women. Like, I, I really feel and like- those men are the ones that end up hurt the most. Let's take our friend's father, for instance. Who are we talking about? Our friend's father. 
Okay. So, he courts a whole bunch of females, but he also showers them all with gifts. And none of which stay away, stay around afterwards. Yeah, because he's single, yeah. He's just the type of female he messes with. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all about the type of female. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, when it came to me, showered me with gifts. Like, part of it's still like, okay, well, you know, that's nice. Yeah, but can we I? go? But can we go watch a movie? Yeah, where am I? Where are we building this relationship? Where are we going? Yeah. Oh, you you got me flowers. Oh, that's nice. I like flowers. But why? can we have a deep conversation? Yeah, you know. And that's what I'm why those relationships don't last. You know what I'm saying? It's those things. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about how you approach women. And is the kind of response that you're going to get back. Because at the end of the day, your first impression to a woman carries on through the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you come in flashing your money around, flashing your car around, whatever else, and you coming yeah, off most like women, this. Oh, but what's crazy? But listen, if you come off like that, that's how she's going to see you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got money. Oh, he Oh, he yeah. got money. Right, Definitely and you're going to be team. more enticed. To, yeah, to... but that doesn't stop her from making you the only one. Because at the end of the day, if you come in with that, that means you're more materialistic. And somebody else that's not as materialistic. That's... But she might be materialistic. But babe. listen, but she's going to cling on to the next person that that's giving her those deep conversations, that's giving her emotional support, that's, you know, willing to walk take walks with her and that can't really give her all the things that this guy over here is giving her that's the person that's gonna take that girl away from her not the person with all that damn money True. yeah I, I i think that if a guy goes in a relationship or looking for a relationship and he just wants to court her with the cars and the money uh showering her with the gifts where's the character building that in the relationship that's what we're, that's what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Women are emotional creatures. I'm they go. Not emotional. You might not show emotion, but your emotion. <laughs> we we cling on to empathy. We cling on to an emotional attachment to people. That's the problem. Yes, and not a lot of people can entice those feelings in us, Tanisha. I know. That's why you all emotional over here. Cause not when that one person comes and entices all those, provokes all those types of emotions that you be feeling. That's when you stuck. <laughs> what the, what's going on? Sixteen years later, you still with that person wondering why you feeling all these emotions. <laughs> so I think that money does play a role in the relationship as long as you. I think as long as you going into the relationship. And you see what type of person that is or what you want. And money is a key factor in a relationship. Even if even if I'm genuinely, let's just say, I'm not looking to just court you with money and everything else. I just say I, I genuinely want to get to know you, right? So if I want to get to know you, I got to still spend money to take you on that date. I got to spend money... To... But y'all be having the false, false thoughts of what a perfect date is for somebody. 
Y'all think if y'all take us to some fancy restaurant, who talking at a restaurant? At a, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's okay? So what's you, at movies? How if we first going? You know, a first date to the movies is not a really good first date. What's a perfect date, man? Perfect what's a date? great? Well, not a perfect date. What's a good first date? A good first date, you know, have like maybe have a little dinner, a quiet dinner, or maybe a little bit of you know a little bit of background noise where y'all can sit and feel comfortable and talk. I don't think any alcohol should be involved unless you want it to end in a certain way. <laughs> Just depending on how you can hold your alcohol, okay? <laughs> and I feel like you know maybe take a walk really like set the mood like and talk about so what y'all want the, the, but there should be conversations before this first date mm-hmm. so am i wasting my time is this what so you the want ideas to make that first date memorable absolutely your first impression lasts Mm-hmm. Y'all be going on first dates thinking y'all should hit something. See, it was different for me because I knew <laughs> Eric for eight years prior to going with him. So it was like... That's like, that's the thing. This generation and our generation, there's not a lot of dating going along, going around. Yeah, but... We ain't going on dates. It's the fucking... <laughs> no, not even just that. We talking through social media, text messages. We barely talk on the phone. <laughs> I think Jonathan was actually my first actual date. Hey, mama raised me right out here. Eric was my first actual date, too. But still, and our date wasn't even a date. Like, no, our we date, we went, to, we went and got Chinese food. At the... Like, our, our our date was perfect. We went, he came, you know, he brought me a little teddy bear. I was like, oh, that's cute. And then, you know, we went and got Chinese food because it was my favorite Chinese food restaurant. We didn't eat at the restaurant. We took it back to the apartment. And we played video games. Got some gamers. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, then, <laughs> I did not expect. He, want, he wanted a first kiss. Mm-hmm. And I told him he had to beat me in Tekken. And he tried and he tried and he tried and he couldn't beat me. <laughs> and I had to let him win the last one. I was like, yeah, I can't just keep what beating his ass. First of all, what girl you expect to play Tekken out here? <laughs> That's how you knew that was wife type right there. And Khalil was like, That's my page. You can't kiss my page. <laughs> and then it was like, but from there we set that mood because not too long after that, it was making that trip all the way from Cleveland to Kitten about three, four times a week. <laughs> what would you say your uh we're on the topic of problems in a relationship what do you guys think is the biggest problems in relationships I'd say infidelities Tanisha communication what would you say not knowing yourself Uh, can you explain that well sometimes people go into a relationship and they don't know who they are and the other person don't know who they are. So at some point it becomes codependent. And they start relying on each other. Start trying to find themselves within each other. That's why you got a lot of 
relationships that have control problems. You know, you guys share too many of the same friends. You don't find yourself as an individual person. So, I feel like the problem that you need to know who you are and you need to love yourself before you can love and know somebody else. You got to know your own needs and your own wants. And you got to be secure with yourself before you can have a whole relationship with another person to actually make it work. So if you're not secure with yourself, that falls on the line of uh, infidelity, too? It could. I mean, I guess it could. If you're not happy with yourself, then, yeah, there's probably a bigger chance of cheating. I mean, I feel like... I feel like that's the biggest thing for men sometimes of why they cheat. Their egos. Um... I feel like they need their ego stroked. And a lot of time, I feel like they they cheat a lot of time in the beginning of the relationship. Because they don't really know what they want. And they're afraid of commitment. And I think it honestly takes almost losing the person that they love for them to actually, like, get their shit together. <laughs> Would you agree? I guess I, I can attest to that (laughs) Uh, so when we first started dating I definitely wasn't the most honest guy Uh, I can reflect on doing some misdeeds things I wasn't supposed to and I ended up hurting the person I loved the person I cared about and I don't I, I guess I wasn't secure of myself. I can say I wasn't secure of myself. I was looking for um, something that I already had, and it was pointless. Was you happy with yourself? Um, it's hard to say. I, I think I was happy with myself, but also maybe there was something more I was looking for, something that I didn't need necessarily. Like what? So, um, me and you, great relationship. Starting out, everything was great, infatuated. And um, maybe there was something where I saw something and I had a conversation with somebody. And that conversation, I was like, wow, this conversation is real great. Maybe I, I don't have this type of conversation with my girl currently. And I was like looking that way like oh I can get more of this more of this and then it just leads on to something that doesn't need to be and you find yourself cheating so do you guys feel like cheating has different aspects what is the when you think of somebody cheating what would hurt you the most a physical type of cheating or an emotional type of cheating both both yeah because i say if they definitely if they have fallen for someone on top of on top of physical yeah you'd be devastated i feel like it's easier for a woman to forgive a man for cheating as long as we believe it's just physical 
Like, it's, I think as soon as we feel like that they invested more than just a physical attribute into that, where they have now contributed their emotions into it, I feel like that's when it's harder for a woman to forget of a man for cheating. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> With the serious face, though, like <laughs> I'm just saying, like I don't feel like you've ever emotionally betrayed me. No, I've just let you guys know this relationship. I've definitely made mistakes, uh, things that I'm not. That damn ring. Things I'm not. <laughs> Things I'm not proud of, and I am now definitely in the black male gated faithful community, as my brother Charlemagne would say. Um, but well, I think we was just young. We got married young. Yeah, I was 19. You was 20. So I mean, I don't really hold a lot against you because. Like I said, I feel like you had to find yourself. You had to find your needs. You had to find your wants. And we didn't necessarily give each other time to know each other completely mm-hmm. before we did marry each other. But it's, it's at the same time, too, thinking about it, just reflecting. This is shitty because I had everything I needed right there. I feel like you were scared. I feel like you were scared of commitment. I feel like men tend to get into that thing like, damn, I'm about to be with this one person for the rest of my life. Damn. Like, all these women out here. What if I run into another one that got, you know, this and that and this and that? Mm -hmm. So I feel like you guys get caught up in the moment sometimes. Probably. I'd agree with that. I feel like it takes more for a woman to cheat. I honestly do. Or more like a man pushes that woman to the edge where she feels that she has to go get comfort somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I would like to believe that women are more... or more of the faithful ones. I'm not going to say I know the statistics on it or anything, but I feel like that women, if they do cheat, I feel like... I feel like women are like this. They're physically there as many times as they get hurt. They always mentally leave before they physically leave. And I feel like once they mentally leave the relationship because of hurt, that's when they start looking for things that they're lacking. The biggest thing in being emotional. Like, a man thinks with his dick at the end of the day. Like, that's the thing he thinks with. So when he's cheating, that's what he's thinking about. Women, it's a process. It starts off by talking to somebody. It starts off by building a friendship with that person. It starts off by building a bond with that person. Then an emotional bond. And the last step of that is the physical aspect of it. I feel like. And that's the hardest part to come back from in a relationship. You guys are awfully quiet. Have you ever been cheated on? Ooh. You? You been cheated on? 
Yes. Yeah. Mhm. Was it hard to forgive? Yep, it was very hard. Why was it hard for you? Um, because why well, was it so hard? I don't know. You lost my trust. I can't. I don't trust men as it is now. So. Yeah. That's the biggest thing in a relationship is losing trust. I tried to, but it's hard to gain back. Yeah, and especially when you're not showing me that you. You're not showing me why I should trust you now. So, it's like... I know, for me, I did everything I could to try and gain that trust. It was a lot of apologies, a lot of I think men just think that once they say sorry, though, sometimes it's just like, you should forgive me. Like, it should be there. Instantly. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, instantly. Like, no. I want to get to the point where I don't feel like I have to look through your phone anymore. Or feel like I gotta check your emails or check hey, your just worried about or it. Drop period. your like, location. You right. Yeah. Hey, I'm in the gated community. I ain't gotta worry about that. <laughs> so speaking of that, like, so what do you guys think about the uh the Tristan Thompson and the Chloe Kardashian and the Jordan Woods situation? I think um, I think in that situation, uh, I, first of all, that's crazy. This dude, she forgave you the first time after you cheated. And then you got caught a second time cheating. But you know what that just tells me? That he's been cheating. Like, I feel like he just got caught twice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in situations like that, like, he's so caught up in the fame and He's very egotistical that he doesn't care about hurting her. I don't feel like. So. So I feel bad for Jordan. I don't know if it's true. I don't, you know, allegedly, this is all the stuff that, you know, that they slept together, blah, blah, blah. But I feel bad for her because he brought somebody else down. Not just the person that he's in a relationship with, that he has a child with. But now he's bringing other people down. And I feel like that too much spotlight is being put on her and not his actions. I mean, honestly, and it makes it worse that they are in the public light because they can't they can't just if she wants to forgive him or anything like that, she just can't forgive him. You got all even though and these other opinions shouldn't matter. People around you shouldn't shouldn't matter that much. But you got the whole world looking at you and like, bitch, if you take him back, you dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, right, right? Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like that they probably been done. Yeah, probably. Dude, on she va- probably hasn't forgiven. It was reported... Probably- it was reported that on Valentine's Day, after he after he fucked up on Valentine's Day, she spent the day with him, and he still left that night and went to one of his teammates' single uh, single part singles parties that night. So my question is, like, in a situation where the infidelity happens, how many chances are too many chances? Does it sometimes come to the point like, oh yeah, you gonna forgive me? So I'm gonna keep doing it anyway. I mean, I think that's okay. It's wrong to cheat. Yes, it's very wrong to cheat. But I also think it depends on the situation because what if? Okay, look at these looks I'm getting right now. 
Look, I only, I only say that because well, let's just say uh, your significant other is not giving you everything you need. Then you first go to that person. You don't go find that somewhere else. How you know you giving her what she needs? Thank you. What if you don't want to hurt? What if you don't want to hurt that person? And if you don't want to hurt or break up, uh, I don't want to be with you. This is my thing. Okay, so a man would be like, "Oh well, she's not having sex with me. Like I want her to have sex with me, right?" Our bodies work differently than men's, right? Because a man's always ready. He think about it. Bop, 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 bop. He ready to go. We're tired. We just exhausted from the day. We got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things on our mind. Are we, are we like, do you agree that it's harder for us to want to have sex? Yeah. When there's I a lot of other things. Come, yeah. I know, uh, let's go lay in the bed and have sex like now. And I feel like that's a little, like, okay, so that gives you a reason to cheat? Role play. No, that shouldn't give you a reason. I'm saying it's never good to cheat at all. Regardless, I'm saying sometimes there are circumstances where a guy feels that maybe first of all, maybe he's not going into it thinking he has to he he's cheating. Maybe is he's talking to a friend and all of a sudden the friend turns into something that it wasn't supposed to be and then it's but cheating. But a man should never put a man woman should never put themselves in a situation where anything of that nature should happen. Like, I'm, I feel like every step you make when it comes to cheating is a choice. You took the, you, it was a choice to take a phone number. It was a choice to call that phone number. It was a choice to meet up with that person. It was a choice to take your goddamn clothes off and get in that goddamn bed. All those choices. So I don't ever want to hear that sometimes it was a mistake. Because you had about five, four, six chances, chances like, okay. to say no so you made all these choices up to that moment to say no i don't feel like there is any circumstances that cheating is okay unless you're in a relationship and from the beginning oh we're, we're gonna have an open relationship some people some relationships work better when it's an open relationship and if Chloe knew that he was just one of the men that just couldn't get his dick in his pants. Maybe she just should have opted for an open relationship. Also, too, what if it could also, man, everything is crazy because was like, you know, the saying what's done in the dark comes to light. Mm-hmm. You never, we don't, the, the shitty part about that whole situation is. And I, I hate, like, we got to read it on this or whatever. No, we don't really that know what Chloe happened. Kardashian, all the Kardashians at this such, this great spotlight upon them and stuff. And that we so invested in what's going on in their lives. Honestly, we don't know shit. Chloe Kardashian could be cheating on Tristan Thompson. And Tristan Thompson went and cheated on Chloe Kardashian. But Tristan Thompson got caught out in the open public. I don't, honestly, my thing about the whole situation ain't even about the cheating. To be honest, it's it's the fact that that the Kardashians all have their own scandals. They've all done some shit that they should not be proud of. And the girl that sh- that may or may have not did anything gets persecuted the worst. She's out here. They done threw her out the house. They done- you talk okay, but. On that, okay, on that subject, 
But I'm saying, who are they to she judge? She was caught, though. But she was... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who are they to judge? But she was caught... I think As a friend, you you were you're her sister's best friend, and you were caught kissing her husband. No, she was. Not. She didn't caught. She they didn't lied. Get caught nothing. Somebody said it happened, but she lied. Yeah, she but lied to them. multiple witnesses. Multiple witnesses. All I'm saying. Everybody against. Is, that, but, but we don't is everybody know against Tristan happened. Thompson when they was going back to his home? But what I'm saying is, okay, so all we're hearing about is how they hate Jordan. They hate Jordan. They hate Jordan. What about Tristan? He ain't wrong for that. Oh, Tristan yeah, is at wrong. fault. Tristan yeah. is at the bottom of the total pole. It's... But that's the thing. You don't see him being persecuted in the media. Right? Yeah, um, media look like niggas gonna be niggas. Yeah, and that and the, there's a double standard with that. That women should should be held higher standards than a man should. And if she fucks up, then the worst should happen to her. I don't think they're he don't. He that. don't lose his career. He don't lose nothing that he don't work for. But she loses everything. I mean, only thing I can say on that is, I'm pretty sure every other uh, or, or real female gonna go in. She gonna be like, "Bruh, you're known for cheating. This isn't but your first to, time even, cheating." Even, even after all this, she's so loyal to the family that she doesn't. I feel like there's stuff that she's. That she knows about this whole situation, like about Tristan Thompson and Chloe, that she does not ex- like. Right, she, she signed a what, NDA. There's a whole bunch of stuff she can't say. Well, that's, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. Everybody's at fault here. I say. Chloe, first of all, Chloe not at fault. Chloe. Chloe at fault because she keeps putting herself in that situation. She's definitely at fault. She keeps staying with a man and letting him have the power to hurt her in ways that she should she needs to learn how to be a a little bit stronger and let it go i get so tired of women saying oh i stay because i want my family i want my family i want my family at what some at what point does it come to unhealthy that you stay and you let your child see what you're going through you guys are in the spotlight your child is gonna grow up and she's gonna know all this, right. as if me and you, if something happened like this, our children wouldn't have to know. But no, she, so she has a daughter. She needs to learn that she needs to set an example for her daughter at this point. Stop mm-hmm. taking a man back that keeps disrespecting you in front of the world. Right. That's what I had to remember. So you just saying it's her fault just because she took him back. And you should she should have expected something like this from a guy that's yeah, known like for she, like she says to Jordan on Twitter on one of her tweets that you are the reason my family's not together. No, you can't blame nobody for your man's mistake. No, and you and, and it just shows that if he did that with her, honey, he done did it with a whole lot of people that you don't know about. Yeah, because he did it to his last baby mom. And that's another thing; nobody's persecuting Chloe. For taking a taking Tristan Thompson from his pregnant baby mom. Yeah. Nobody said nothing about that. It's just, and I just feel like I don't know. This is a very touchy subject because I don't even I don't even know if the poor girl did anything. We don't even know if she did anything. For all we know, this could be a publicity. Well, I mean, but she did say she was drunk. 
yeah, she said she was drunk. She said she sat on a chair next to him. She said that he kissed her on the way out the door. That's what she said. She's willing to take the lie detector test too. Yeah. To prove. She said she the only thing she nothing. she she did tell them that she was at that party when she got home. The only thing she didn't tell them was that he kissed her, and she said she did that to protect Chloe's feelings. Right. Um, and apparently she's been. I mean, when she went on the uh, or agreed to do the. What's it called? The Red Table Talk? Mm-hmm. That <clears throat> she said that um, when she got into or agreed to go to Tristan Thompson's home, that uh, somebody asked for all the phones, I guess. Or somebody. She said she's, no, she said nobody asked for phones. Oh, okay. She said now in the media, they said that she told everybody to put their, to give their phones up. But she said that that, that didn't happen. I don't know. So at the end of the day, if a man cheats on you, it is it is your decision whether or not. Or if a woman cheats on you, if a man cheats on you, it's your decision to forgive them and move past. Because I feel like about seventy percent of relationships, somebody's gonna cheat. Now, if they keep on cheating, or if you guys just don't know how to be faithful, I feel like that's an unhealthy relationship, and it probably should just be let go. Hey, my guys, I welcome anybody, race, whatever, come to the gated community. We welcome you with open arms. <laughs> we don't cheat on this side of the fence. Be faithful. It, it feels great, guys. It just, honestly, it feels amazing. I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope everybody had something to take away from it. You guys got any last closing statements? Anything you want to say? Mm-mm. Stay faithful. <laughs> All yeah. y'all. All y'all stay faithful out there. <laughs> if Thank- you're not happy, move on. <laughs> Thank you for listening to F Family Values. Have a good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>